Experience. Individual results vary. Angels baseball is less than five hours away. Here on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at southbaytoyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Dale Mall. You could be flying on an airplane, catching a fast train, or jumping in your car. Come on, Old Dale Mall. Everybody's gonna have a smile on their face, cause somebody's gonna win every single time there's a race. Where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Dale Mall. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Dale Mall. Where the turf meets the surf. Kevin Warren bonuses are back this summer at Del Mar and are better than ever. Guaranteed $5,000 check for any qualified starter in first ship and win start on dirt. $4,000 check for any qualified starter on turf. 50% purse bonus for every dirt start this summer. 40% purse bonus for every turf start this summer. For questions, contact David Jerkins at 858-792-4230. See you at Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf All right now. down at Old Del Mar. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. Racing fans, summer is fast approaching, so make plans to be with us here at Santa Anita over the three-day Memorial Day weekend next Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. On Saturday, older horses will compete in the Grade 3 Daytona Stakes at 6.5 furlongs down the Hillside Turf Course and in the Grade 2 $200,000 Triple Bend at 7 furlongs on the main track. Next Sunday is Gold Rush Day at Santa Anita, and we'll have five stakes for cowbreds, highlighted by both the $150,000 Snow Chief and the $150,000 Malaire for fillies and mare. On Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, we'll have three grade one stakes, the half-million-dollar Shoemaker Mile, the $400,000 Hollywood Gold Cup, and the $400,000 Gamely for fillies and mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. And fans, join us each Friday with first post time at 1 p.m. We've got free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. The best of racing is always at Los Alamitos, and we're looking ahead to one of our biggest nights of the year on Sunday, May 28th. It's the trials to the Ed Burke Million Futurity, featuring the top juveniles in quarter horse racing. And what a great lineup of impressive young runners led by recent winners. 
favorite city, boardwalk, expensive, next level up, and so many more. And remember to play our early and late pick fours always with strong pools and thrilling racing action. Our early pick fours are always outstanding. Our recent pools have consistently been over $200,000. Plus, play our $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Sunday's pick six pools average over $70,000. And remember, we have a traditional pick six with no jackpot provisions. The Edberg Million Trials, Sunday, May 28th. The best of racing is always at Los Alamitos. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448-6455, mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. There they go. O'Hara lost the rider. Native Diver is going to the front. Gamely and Rising Market nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose right. Victory has the weight advantage. Farm away has the class. Which one's going to win it? Farm away, Marketry. Farm away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hosted by Mike Wilmot, Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by Spectacular Santa Anita Park. Proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Taken from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menabar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Capture Calbred and experience that golden feeling by the Raggers and Chiefs, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. 
beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein, BetOnBruce.com. By the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia. Just a sandwich from the great race place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Quillman. Thank you, Leilani Mabri, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Nice to have you with us the day after the Middle Jewel in Racing's Triple Crown. What a day it was at Pimlico Racecourse uh, there in Baltimore, no question about it. Kind of a redefinition of uh, an up-and-down day, the peaks and valleys of the business. And uh, Bob Baffert, center stage. Uh, it, it's just unbelievable. Uh, he, he is now the all-time uh, Preakness winning trainer. He got his eighth win in the middle jewel yesterday uh, with Santa Anita-based National Treasure a masterful job by Hall of Famer Johnny Velasquez uh, on the lead yesterday. Folks, listen to these splits uh, go on a mile and three sixteenths. Uh, Velasquez got the opening quarter in 23-4. and four. He slowed it down to 48.92 for the half. Almost a 49-second half mile. 113-2 and two for three quarters, a mile and 37. And then they came home. He was able to prevail by a head in a heck of a stretch battle over Blazing Stevens, and who was ridden by Irad Ortiz, who was very aggressive coming off the turn for home. There was contact between the two horses. I thought maybe they'd put the sign up, but they did not. And it was, in fact, National Treasure by a head. Off at 5-2, to two, you got the maximum $7.80 to win. Santa Anita-based horses yesterday did very well, of course, with one very notable, tragic exception. Uh, four Santa Anita-based horses won at Pimlico yesterday. Of course, the highlight national treasure in the Preakness, uh, that was the 13th race. The 11th race yesterday, the ungraded $100,000 Maryland Sprint, uh, that went to straight no chaser, trained by Dan Blacker and that man John Velasquez aboard uh, the race before the 10th race. It was Beer Can Man. You remember him originally with Mark Glad is going to be joining us in a few minutes from Maryland, uh, now trained by Phil D'Amato. He took the 100 thousand dollar Jim McKay uh, turf sprint under Flavion Pratt and the fourth race huge effort uh, from Bob Baffert's Arabian Lion uh, by the 2018 Triple, Tra- Triple Crown winner uh, Justify uh, he, uh, Arabian Lion coasted to a four and a half length victory under Johnny Velasquez in the Sir Barton. The terrible news on the day, it was the sixth and that's dominating a lot of uh, a lot of attention, certainly in general media, uh, when having a meltdown who was uh, just loaded, full of run at the rail, looked like he was going to march uh, under Luis Saez, uh, suffered a catastrophic breakdown to an ankle. I don't know if it was left or right. 
Uh, Luis Saez apparently complaining of uh, leg pain. He was taken to a local hospital. Unfortunately, at this time, I do not have an update on Louis, but maybe we'll get one from Bob Baffert, who will be joining us at the top of the next hour. And, of course, Bob, the trainer of the ill-fated having a meltdown, just a terrible occurrence uh, on national television, and uh, that continues to kind of dominate the discussion the day after the Preakness. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs right now. Say hello to my good friend Jonathan Hardoon of the Raggers and Chiefs. Hey, John, good morning. I know you've had a lot of weather there on the eastern seaboard. Yeah, well, it's finally a nice day, Mike. And by the way, as far as Louis Sayers is concerned, he will be riding today at Churchill. Terrific. So that is certainly good news. Yeah, very, very good news. Uh, John, your take on the day there at Pimlico? (laughs) Ups and downs like uh, every other day in racing. But listen, take nothing away from National Treasure and Johnny V. He figured to get the trip, and he got the trip. Uh, Blazing Sevens, Irod Ortiz. I don't know. Uh, he just likes to always, you know, come close to that line, and uh, he would certainly race riding down the stretch. Yes, sir. People were talking about a uh, foul claim. If anything, the Blazing Sevens hit National Treasure way before National yes, Treasure sir. hit him. So yeah. that's why there was no foul. And listen, Madge ran his race, but again, it's just an awful lot to ask a three-year-old lightly race four career starts to put in another effort on on his such a short period of time with no time between races. And once they want those fractions, that's it. Forget about it. Yeah. Mage with his style, no chance. Yeah. And what I found most amazing about the race, Mike, was the betting. Who would think that they bet millions and millions of dollars and the longest shot in the race was 10 to 1. The two chased the chaos. It was 50 to 1 morning line, one off 10 to 1. And another horse in the race, the four coffee with first went off ten to one. Yeah. Everybody, I guess, stops for prices these days, and uh, that's how you get seven eighty on National Treasure. It, it, exactly, and uh, I'll tell you, John. Uh, you know, we we've been through an awful lot in this game. Uh, so much, so much to talk about. Uh, obviously, the Belmont. We're not going to have the prospect of a Triple Crown winner. That always hurts the race. But you just wonder what what is Baffert going to do? He's He's loaded. You know, he's back on the Triple Crown stage. It's been a while now. Uh, you know, does he run Arabian Lion in the Belmont right after he won that Sir Barton yesterday? He was saying, I should have run him in the Preakness, and I think he was fairly serious about that, the way he got it done. Uh, your, your thoughts uh, on the Belmont three weeks since? Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be a big field, Mike, but you never know. You know, there's no superstars, mm-hmm. so maybe guys will take a shot and run horses that maybe shouldn't have run. Kind of like the Pimlico, uh, the Preakness yesterday. Let's be honest, Mike. You had two or three horses that really looked to be the re- the best, and the rest of them were like kind of allowance horses. To be honest with you, it wasn't the most stellar field. But again, they keep scratching these horses. You know, Brad Cox is not happy that they made first mission scratch, and the week before you had the Forte deal. You know, it's it, they're like just being so overly cautious these days. And with Heisa joining. Uh, the the plan tomorrow. I don't know how it's going to get any better. To be honest with yeah. you, uh, they're just discouraging people from running horses. They're being overly careful, and I don't know if that's the right answer. I, I thought some of the quotes from Shug McGahee, you know, coming out of the Derby were were were, were pretty revealing. Now this is a guy. Uh, he's a made man in the game, a Hall of Famer, justifiably so. Tremendous horseman. He trains for the Janney family. He trains for the Phipps family. 
These are the blue bloods of racing, the jockey club. And, you know, they've been on the, the Hay Oats and Water bandwagon and so forth. Huge uh, supporters of HISA, which kicks into gear nationally on Monday. But, I mean, if, if you look at what Suge had to say now, there's no way he's going to go out and talk on this this issue without really being careful with what he says. But he said as much, I, I think maybe we've gotten a little too aggressive as far as the regulatory vets go in some cases. And he said it very diplomatically. But this is gonna be uh this is gonna be some rough seas, I think nationally w- with this HISA or HISA kicking in uh on Monday. Here in California, I, I maybe I'm wrong, but I don't see that much of an impact because we've been you know, this is the way we've been rolling here for a while now. Yeah, and I don't know how good it is, Mike, but you're right. California was ahead of the game, that's for sure. The problem is you're discouraging people from, unfortunately, shipping out to Southern California. You know, look at Joe Sharp. He shipped there for the Breeders' Cup. He was forced to scratch. And in his opinion, there was nothing wrong with the horse. You know, that's the problem. People, trainers know their horses. Everybody's going to have a little problem here or a little problem there. You're never going to be able to send out the perfect horse, you're not going to get them. You're just not going to get them. It's just part of life, and it's part of the game. Everybody wakes up a little ouchy now and then, you know, but trainers know their horses. John. There has to be enough faith. And what? You're exactly right. They're athletes, you know, and I can give you a litany of, of uh, anecdotal, uh, you know, offerings. One of them, I'll offer it up now, Neil Drysdale's working for Charlie Whittingham. This is roundabout... 1973, and uh, Charlie sent him with a horse named Kennedy Road back to run against Secretariat on the grass somewhere. I can't remember exactly where it was, uh, but I remember Neil saying that Secretariat, he, he wasn't exactly training like uh, Big Red, you know, going into that race, and Neil was watching him train. He said, I called the boss. He said, I told him, uh, I, I think we can beat this horse. Well, I mean, hey, Secretariat had some aches and pains. Guess what? On game day, yeah. like Neil said, that wasn't the horse I was watching training. I mean, the adrenaline gets flowing, the bell rings, and it's, they're athletes. That's my point. Correct. They are athletes. And, you know, and again, what happened yesterday at Pimlico to the horse that broke down, it, it, it's, a, it's a very, very sad situation. No question. And Baffert was yeah, having a meltdown. Gaffer was upset. He, I, I've never seen him get that emotional after no. a race, but he was emo- he was really emotional, and he is getting killed, killed on social media. People mm-hmm. are just they they just have. I mean, I've never seen a guy that you either love him or hate him. There's nothing down the middle, and it's it's really crazy. Oh, I have, but it, I, I have in the political world, John. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Trump. Thank Trump you. And Baffert are the same. They have the same personality, I guess. People either love them or hate yeah. them. But that's what this world has become. You take a side. Is whatever happened to down the middle? You know, make rational decisions. It's unheard of. Yeah. It just goes out the window. All logic goes out the window when you talk about certain people. And again, it was a terrible, terrible thing. And do you, does anybody honestly, in their right mind, think that Baffert would have sent? Of course, oh my God! Any sort of problem, right? I, on national TV, when he's under the microscope, no way, no way, no way. I'll bet my life on it. Believe me, I'm not a Baffert apologist, 
but I'm telling you the truth. There is no way anybody would send a horse out, especially Beth. Yeah. Hey, John, uh, we got to make some money. Uh, I'm glad to hear the weather's clearing up. Uh, you got nine at Belmont today, five of them on the grass. Are, are we running on turf in New York? No, 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 no. They're off the grass. All right. <laughs> there won't be grass racing until Thursday when they return. But let's look at the sixth race today, which was originally scheduled for the turf. By the way, it's a full field, only a couple of late scratches out of there. And I like the number four horse, King James. This is a five-year-old gelding for the Chad Summers, Barn Katie Davis aboard to ride. Summers claimed this horse three starts back, and he's run very well in all three of them. The horse likes water. The price is right. Number four, King James, who, by the way, probably named after uh, a basketball player. Yeah, he's going to be on vacation very shortly. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Hey, listen, tell us about the – go ahead. Okay. King James uh, in the sixth race, number four. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com today. Belmont, uh, Santa Anita. And Churchill selection. All right, John, don't get too far away. We're going to bring you back uh, late in hour two and take a look at Santa Anita. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. All right, as advertised, we're hooking up with uh, trainer Mark Glatt right now, right off an airplane. He's at a horse sale in Timonium, Maryland, I believe. Mark, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I- I'm good, but I'm concerned about you. You had a red eye, right? Ah, uh, yeah, but I had a pretty. I had a pretty good seat laid down into a bed and uh, okay. basically fell asleep and woke up and I was uh, I was here so right not a bad trip at all. Well, let me ask you. Uh, I know you're active at the sales. I was talking with your son Ryan yesterday afternoon after you had uh, taken off. These sales are are a tremendous amount of work, are they not? I mean, how do you 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 got to have uh, you know uh, uh, some sort of a uh, a scouting staff helping you out you got to narrow things down right and then you put a price how high we might go on these individuals how many horses do you pull out of the stall and take a look at once you're on the ground as you are now Uh, well we do have some help to kind of uh come up with a a short list so to speak and then and then i come through and uh you know evaluate evaluate those You, you know a lot of it can be seen on on the internet now with uh, photos and walking videos and of course their breeze shows so you know if you if you get some work in before you actually get to the sale you can eliminate um a number of them and this particular sale has um you know a lot of of uh maryland breads new york breads and things of that nature and although we'll look at those um you're going to pay a premium unless you're unless you're racing there it doesn't really uh, make a lot of sense. So this, this particular sale is fairly easy to narrow it down to what we might be interested in. Okay, terrific. Hey, listen, you've got three horses in at Santa Anita, uh, including the Morning Line favorite coming down the hill in our featured Desert Code. But before we go there, want to ask you about that really nice sprinter, heartbreak defeat in the Breeders' Cup sprint a couple of years ago at Del Mar, Dr. Shivel. He came back to the races a week ago yesterday, and he ran lights out in an allowance over another top sprinter by the name of CZ Rocket. Mark, I understand you're considering a couple of races on the Belmont Day undercard. Uh, tell us what might be next for Dr. Shivel on uh, Saturday, June 10th. Well, as of right now, he's just kind of bouncing back out of his race. Seems to have come back very well. It was not a taxing kind of a race for him. 
although he ran fairly quick. Um, you know, but there, yeah, that's the idea. We 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 probably don't want to wait until the Bing Crosby, so we are likely to run him between now and then. Uh, whether it's New York on July 10th in one of those two races or not, I think you know we'll want to see him come back. He'll breathe a little bit next weekend. Uh, see see how he is mm-hmm. for sure out of the race, but but certainly hopefully we'll, we'll find a race before the Bing Crosby. And those two races that are the True North at six and a half, or the Metropolitan Mile handicap uh, that one turn mile and boy that is some kind of a race year in year out. So that's going to be a big decision for you, Mark. Yeah, you know I think a one turn mile as well within his wheelhouse. Certainly that's going to be a lot tougher race. Right. Uh, I would say it's more likely that he would end up in the True North, but. Depending upon you know who may or may not be uh, around for the Met Mile this year, it might be worth it might be worth us taking a shot in that race. Time is eight twenty four here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles, and our guest is trainer Mark Glad joining us from Timonium, Maryland. Hey, Mark, uh, I mentioned you got three in. Let, if you don't mind, like to skate through them. Uh, in the first race, uh, I mean, you got a horse at a price, Tiff with Jimmy, and uh, you take the blinkers off today. Had a lot of trouble uh, in his debut. This jock, Kyle Frey, he's he's really uh, getting some momentum now uh, here at the Hollywood meet at Santa Anita. But uh, your thoughts on Tiff with Jimmy with a race under his belt and the blinkers off today? Yeah, we changed some things up. Obviously, we weren't pleased with her, with her debut. Uh, she did have a bit of trouble making some equipment changes. She'll also be adding a figure eight today with the blinkers off. So, you know, we we thought, uh, you know, along that she was, um, you know, a decent filly and just looked to see her improve off of uh, off of that first effort today. Mark, if you don't mind, you mentioned figure eight. That's the bridle. Is the thought today to maybe have that a little bit snugger with the, you know, the bit in her mouth, give her a little bit more confidence? Is that what you're shooting for? Uh, actually, uh she she was a little prone to displacing in that uh, her off palate in that in that first first race. So it's it's hopefully to uh, keep the mechanics of her throat uh, working properly. Okay, terrific. And then Leva's Candy, a, a very productive California bred in race four. You, you got Juan Hernandez here, uh, six and a half out of the turf shoot. Now this horse, uh, you know, he he got this condition on dirt, but with the Calbred program, you're still eligible for this nice purse, 63000 By running on grass, you're 5-2. to two. Obviously, you're in the right spot, Mark. Yeah, you know, he ran actually pretty well down the hill. I don't think he prefers the turf, but because he's a, he's a runner, you know, he tries. He gives a good effort most every time. I think he can win this condition. And, um, you know, he looks good in the race today. Today it's on the flat versus the hill. Right. I would have preferred it to maybe have come back down the hill, but that was the choice we were given. I think he'll he'll run a, a good race today. And then lastly, Mark, uh, I mean, this is a we got a short field, six of them in the Miz direction, three year old, six and a half off the hill. But I tell you what, there's a a lot of contention here. I mean, to me, short field, but it's a decent betting race. You've got the morning line favorite in first piece. He just won down the hill uh, here in the ungraded John Shear on April 9th. Mike Smith rides him back, and I know you got to like the way uh, he's going. Uh, ever since you got him on grass, 
I mean, he has not run a bad race for you. He's been very consistent. Yeah, he's a horse that's just gotten better and better as he's gotten into this campaign. And and uh, I thought maybe the hillside course would would be the perfect scenario, perfect distance for him. He did have a good trip. Uh, where he saves ground and everything, but I thought his race was powerful. It was. I was most impressed by him as, as any horse I've ran here in, in the last few months was his down-the-hill race in that last time. I, I do think it's a contentious field. You know, they don't give anything away. I would expect Conclude to, to bounce back um, and run a better race today yeah, amongst others. So they're not going to give it to him. Hopefully he gets a good trip. But I expect as good a performance as last time, and and hopefully that'll be good enough to get the job done today. Mark, thanks so much for your time. That's the easy stuff. I I gotta have you weigh in on on this Heisa uh, deal, which kicks in tomorrow nationwide. Uh, just just your thoughts. I mean, you're a guy. You're in the trenches. Yeah, it's, you know, um, you know, it's the way it is. So we've got to learn to adapt to it and, mm-hmm. and, and abide by it. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, I think that you're seeing them, um, you know, they're, they're, they're focusing in on some things, not all things, but they're focusing in on things that don't really matter, in my opinion, uh, creating a lot more paperwork and things that just at the end of the day, isn't isn't going to make a difference um you know there's a number of other things i think that they could pursue that that might make a difference for our sport Uh, we'll see how it evolves you know i mean you know it's going to be you know even though we've been working on this process for some time it'll be a bit of an adjustment i think we're lucky in california from from a standpoint of a, a lot of the the things that that we have to adapt to were already in place for yes. California. So I, I think it's, I think it's going to be a, a relatively smooth transition. Um, if, if you've been in California, maybe other parts of the country, maybe not so much so, but, um, but we'll just have to see how it works out. Um, you know, I just wish they would, um, you know, focus their attention. And in my opinion, work on improving things that will make a difference versus things that um, really aren't, uh, in my opinion. But we'll see. Mark, we'll see Mark I, I got to pin you down there. Can you cite an example, maybe either way, like one or two things that you don't think are so important and maybe one thing that you think, hey, if we gave a little more scrutiny to this area, that would help tremendously? What, your thoughts? Well, you know, and I don't know all the ins and outs of what HIFA is going to do. You, you know, to um, for a good example is, you know, vaccines are important, um, but you know, to to try and keep track of every horse in the country and every situation uh, of when a vaccination may be due for a horse. I'm not going to make light of that. Those things are important. But on the other hand, um, why don't why don't we start working on improving track surfaces, um, improving a, a number of other things uh, versus things like I said that are only going to create a, a, a much more paperwork. You, you know, the the website has been a challenge uh, as far as transferring horses. 
uh, once they're retired or they change ownership mm-hmm. or if I sell a horse and transfer them to a different trainer, um, you know, that's been kind of a mess. If the other, if the tra- tra- trainer that I transfer the horse to as the responsible person doesn't accept the horse, you got to call in, you got to, you, you know, it's just very time consuming um, nonsense in my opinion that's creating a lot of extra work and for 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 not a, a lot of purpose. I mean, I'll just be honest about it. Um, but maybe those things as we get into it further will, um, you know, line themselves out and we'll be in, we'll be happy with it at the end of the day. But, um, I think there's a lot of work ahead of them. I mean, the thing's been extended over, you know, many months now because I don't think they were ready for all of this. I still don't think they're ready for it. I think there are a lot of glitches that still need to be ironed out, but you know, we'll just have to go with the flow and see how, how it ends up playing out at the end of the day. Mark Glatt, thank you so, so much for your time, your candor, and the way you're able to articulate things. Really appreciate it. I know you got some two-year-olds over there. You're getting ready to unveil. We'll be in touch down the line heading toward Del Mar. Mark, all the best today with, with your three horses at Santa Anita, and hope you uh, get yourself a champion at the, the Timonian sale. Sounds good. All right, Mark Glatt from uh, Timonium, Maryland. We'll step aside. Coming back uh, with John Lindo from Carlsbad, Orlando Gutierrez from uh, Los Alamitos. Millie Ball is back. Toby Terrell running the anchor lap here in hour one. And certainly the man, Bob Baffert. He joins us top of the next hour. Don't go away. Angels Radio. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. 
ship from outside of California, receive a guaranteed $5,000 bonus for the first start at the Great Race Place. Plus, earn purse money on your horse's first start, and you'll receive an additional 35% purse increase bonus. New this season, if your horse was eligible for Del Mar's Ship and Win program, you can earn the guaranteed $5,000 bonus and the purse bonus again at Santa Anita. Visit SantaAnita.com slash ship or call the racing office 626-574-6352. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating we can't wait to go back there you have it take the 605 to the 405 exit at seal beach boulevard west to pacific coast highway and you're there at 16401 pch go ahead and get away for the day make your sunset suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 that's sunset suites at 562-592-2292 life's a beach so enjoy it at sunset suites From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from 
Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Hour one, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Listen, folks, the two-day Breeders' Cup World Championships coming to Arcadia, spectacular Santa Anita Park, November 3rd and 4th, wherever you may live. Why hassle the L.A. traffic? Come on in early. Stay right across the street at the all-new Le Meridian Hotel. Make your reservations for the Breeders' Cup now. You can go to Marriott.com. Enter this promo code, S is in Sam, 9498 or you can call the Le Meridian, 626-777-6699. Come on in, stay at the Le Meridian for the Breeders' Cup World Championships at Santa Anita on November 3rd and 4th. Let's get down to Carlsbad, say hello to John Lindo. Hey, John, good morning. How are you? Doing great. Good morning, Mike. How are you? We're good. Uh, as I think you heard me earlier. Obviously, we, uh, we kind of redefined an up-and-down day at Pimlico yesterday. Uh, obviously, we had the tragic misfortune of having a meltdown uh, breakdown. Uh, looked like he was going to march to victory uh, there in, in the uh, in that uh, sixth race at, at Pimlico, and uh, then we had Bob Baffert uh, come back and win his record-breaking eighth Preakness uh, with uh, with National Treasure. So, just uh, kind of an unbelievable day. It really was an emotional day, and uh, you know, one, one thing that we saw though, how well the California horses performed out there. All those horses that shipped out were yep. all live. Three winners out there from from California, so there's still good horses out here, and uh, you know, it's, it's great when they get to show it off on a national scale. No question, John. Uh, as far as our Calbred of the week, I texted you earlier today. We got a new shooter, and uh, her name is Crazy Hot. She was nothing short of sensational. First time out yesterday, uh, a two-year-old filly bred by Tom Bachman to a Kentucky-based stallion, uh, Golden Sense, the two-time Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile winner for Doug O'Neill, out of a New York-bred Rockport Harbor mare by the name of Harbor Mist. Crazy hot with Giovanni Franco got off the 9-5 to favorite yesterday in race three, going four and a half on the main track. And she won off by nearly 11 lengths, John. Just a sensational first out win. It was. You know, the, the horse on the front end down the backside, Conquest Celsius, was breezing and had a clear lead. And Crazy Hot just inhaled her going around the 3 eighths yep. hole. And it, it was just a matter of how far from then. She won by 10 and 3 quarters. It could have been 15, whatever the jock wanted to do. But really really impressive we're really happy for rusty brown and his partner Corey Sabbath uh, who owned that horse and uh, you know as a cowboy they pick up the winner's share of 36,600 plus they pick up that check from the CTVA $17,500 so they picked up $54,000 for that maiden win yesterday Jeff Bondy all smiles and uh, I have to believe he followed up at the windows but when you got something that good I don't know how you sit still $5.60 the wind mutual on crazy hot I traded text messages with with uh, the breeder Tom Bachman yesterday he said the first damn harbor mist has a Danzig candy yearling filly so that's that's how she's eligible you breed to a Kentucky based stallion you come out here, the mare fools, and you breed back to a California-based stallion. He's got that with uh, a Danzig Candy yearling filly. He's got uh, a Rock Your World filly 
uh, at Harbor Miss side, and he said this mare is in full currently in Kentucky to violence, and she's going to be on her way uh, out here to California uh, next week, which is where she'll have the baby. So that's uh, that's pretty exciting to be involved with a cowbred of this magnitude. And that's what are the, part of the cowbred program to get good mares out to California. You can go to the November breeding stock sales in Kentucky, buy a mare and fold a Kentucky stallion. Like I say, you bring them out to California, you fold here, breed back to a California stallion, and now you've got a cowbred out of a, a commercial stallion out in Kentucky. And uh, you know, it, it, the chances of hitting a home run it, it only it only goes up. So yes. a lot of ways to, to find a good cowbred. Oh, no question about it. John, we don't have much time, but I, I, I know you must have heard what Mark Glad had to say. I heard you and Bob Ike bounce us back and forth a little bit. The fact that uh, HISA or HISA, uh, this national regulatory body, is going to go into full force after some court challenges around the country, barring some sort of an injunction, tomorrow, your thoughts? Well, I agree with Mark in that I don't think it's going to affect California as much as other jurisdictions because we've been uh, dealing with these same rules for a couple of years already. What we're going to see is the impact it has on racing on a national scale. You, I, I think you're going to see field sizes decline. You're going to see a lot of horses drop out. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a definitely an adjustment period. We're going to see that for sure. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll find out how he's a handles, uh, you know, collecting samples, using their, their he's approved labs reporting on a timely basis there's a lot into this so uh, you know uh, as an owner i'm just kind of keeping my eyes and ears open and kind of watching and just hope it goes smooth but you know it's a government operation john can we cash a bet today at santa anita eight races we get underway at one o'clock let's go to the first race today in the first race i I, on the comeback trail number nine mystified doll i thought she ran like she bled in her opener last year as a two-year-old she comes back as as a three-year-old gets lasix on Training well for Richard Mandela. Nine of his last 11 starters have been in the exacta during this Hollywood meet. He's on fire right now. I like the outside post. Six to one on the morning line. I think uh, Mystified Doll is going to run a lot better race race one today, Santa Anita. John, thank you so much. And uh, I know we're going to see you at the races next Saturday. Uh, you're coming up to see Toby Callan, right? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. And we'll have a fun day up there, Mike. Thank you so much. John Lindo uh, from Carlsbad. You can catch him along with Bob Ike. Saturday mornings, 9 to 10, right here on AMA 30. Let's get down to Catala. We'll say hello to Orlando Gutierrez there at Los Alamitos Race Course. Orlando, good morning. Uh, you're busy tonight, 10 races. You get underway at 5.30. We are, uh, Mike. We're going to be pretty busy. Good to talk to you again. Uh, and we're going to add $10,000 into the Pick 6 pool. That's always a fun, fun uh, part of the racing program. And the feature race is going to be the Adequan California Regional Derby. This is part of the AQHA Challenge Series. Uh, you win this race, you get a ticket to go to Lone Star Park this year for a, a great uh, final with a purse of over $100,000. Uh, the horse that's the favorite in this one tonight, number two, Chicks First Flash, actually won the Juvenile, uh, which is part of this program, last year. So he's going to look to make it back-to-back victories in the AQHA Challenge Series. Two to one on the morning line. Uh, we'll be adding Flipping Halter for this race. He's had a few uh, rough stars recently. Had really good races last year. Kind of tailed off a little bit this year, but still a very top performer here for the barn of Monte Arosa. And speaking of Monte, he's just been on fire this season. He's won some of the biggest uh, stakes races that we've had here. The Winter Championship with Eight Political Pants. Won the Kindergarten last last week with Double Down One Two Three. Horse that I believe was ten to one on the morning line. 
and even won the Winter Derby with Take a Swig of This. So uh, there's a stakes race here at Los Alamitos, uh, Monte Rosa, usually is right there in the middle of it. So the Atiquan uh, California Derby tonight, 10th and final, post time listed at 9.15, and uh, Orlando says Chick's first flash should be tough, 2-1 to one favorite on Ed Burgart's morning line. You mentioned uh, you guys are kicking $10,000 into that pick six tonight. I want to point out again, you've got the $2 traditional pick six with that 70-30 split, and the pools have been good on Sunday nights, Orlando. They have been, Mike. Uh, they've been around $70,000 when we just kick in the, uh, the $10,000. But if we have a carryover heading into the Sunday program, hey, they really, really blow up uh, that mm-hmm. mutual uh, handle there. Uh, often well over $100,000 after a one-day carryover has been a huge part of our racing program. It's something that we're committed to. Uh, we've been doing it now for uh, about two years now, and it's been a, a really big part of our racing uh, uh, menu. Uh, we started out having now uh, one-night pools of about 15000 in the pick six. It's often now that we go well over 30000 and we've even reached 40000 on those Saturdays uh, when we do not have uh, the promotion. So people are playing it. And, uh, and again, if we ha- have a carryover, it gets huge on Sunday, or we add that $10,000 into the pool. Orlando, we got 30 seconds, 10 of them tonight. You get it away at 5.30. Who's your best bet? I'm going to go with race 10. I know I talked about Chick's first flash, but I'm going to go with number four, Normandy, at 5.2. Went inside a little bit in the last out, loaded in. But I think uh, the way he finished, super, super finished, he's going to be pretty strong in this 400-yard race. Okay, and uh, five to two on on the morning line is number four, Normandy tenth and final Orlando. Thank you so much. Uh, get some rest, not that you need it. Have a great day and night there at Los Alamitos. <laughs> I do need it, Mike. Thanks so much. You Take bet, uh, folks. We'll step aside real quick. Like coming back strong with XPTV's Millie Ball. Interested to get her thoughts on yesterday's Preakness, but most importantly. See if she's got something we can get involved with at the windows today on the eight race card at Santa Anita. Toby Terrell from Winner's Card running the Anchor Lab. Don't go away. Angels Radio. AM 830. Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of orange. Well, you won't get Racing fans, summer is fast approaching, so make plans to be with us here at Santa Anita over the three-day Memorial Day weekend next Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. On Saturday, older horses will compete in the Grade 3 Daytona Stakes at 6.5 furlongs down the hillside turf course and in the Grade 2 $200,000 Triple Bend at 7 furlongs on the main track. Next Sunday is Gold Rush Day at Santa Anita, and we'll have five stakes for Calbreds, highlighted by both the $150,000 Snow Chief and the $150,000 Malaire for fillies and mares. On Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, we'll have three grade one stakes, the half-million-dollar Shoemaker Mile, the $400,000 Hollywood Gold Cup, and the $400,000 Gamely for fillies and mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. And fans, join us each Friday with first post time at 1 p.m. We've got free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. 
If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating we can't wait to go back there you have it take the 605 to the 405 exit at seal beach boulevard west to pacific coast highway and you're there at 16401 pch go ahead and get away for the day make your sunset suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 that's sunset suites at 562-592-2292 life's a beach so enjoy it at sunset suites Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. Hi, this is Bill Coin of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. Welcome back. Final segment, hour one, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Folks, don't go anywhere. Bob Baffert. Going to be joining us top of the next hour. And, of course, he won his record-breaking eighth Preakness Stakes yesterday with National Treasure. A lot to talk about. Let's get up to Santa Anita right now and say hello to a brilliant talent, no question about it. Millie Ball from XPTV. Hey, Millie, how are you? I'm really good, thank you, Mike. Thanks. Unbelievable day yesterday, was it not? 
Oh, my gosh. We had some incredible results. I mean, not only National Treasure, but um, Straight No Chaser ran huge for trainer Dan Black. Yes, he did. Um, some, some really good performances. Or Arabian Lion as well. I mean, it was for, you know, Southern California representation. Well, listen, uh, your husband, Tim Yachtin, a busy guy these days, and I think you're, you're leaning toward a horse of his for radio today? I am, actually. Um, I've been looking forward to this horse uh, showing up in the entry box. Fight and Malice is his name. Um, he's going to be running for the first time at Santa Anita, and uh, he's, just, he's just been training good. He's, he's grown up, I think, with the time off. And um, I've loved his works in the morning. He's drawn well. He's on the outside in post five. Uh, handicap reports even have him as a fit and ready horse. I always like their fit and readies. Um, and I think if he runs back to his best race, which was one of his races uh, last year at Lone Star Park, then I think he's going to be very tough in that. And that's uh, race four, number five, Spite and Malice. Race Mal- three. Race yeah. three. Sorry about that, Millie. Race three, uh, number five, Spite and Malice uh, at four to one on John White's morning line. Wish you guys all the best. And Ramon Vasquez really catching fire now. He rides for the first time. He does, yeah. And he's been out to work the horse in the morning, which is always a good, a good sign, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, no doubt about it. Post time, by the way, folks, for race three at Santa Anita. That's the beginning of the 20-cent Rainbow Pick 6 at 2.06 Pacific. Millie, thanks for your time. Have a great day, and we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. We'll see you out there. I'll be at the gate today. You bet. Uh, let's go to Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. Uh, Toby, good morning. How are you? Mike, I'm doing great out here. Just thankful that that rain that uh, emptied the Rose Bowl came last night instead of today. See, I was unaware of that. I, all I know is I saw some lightning, some pretty serious lightning, and a little bit of thunder, but I didn't know they actually had rain at the Rose Bowl. Uh, so much so, they evacuated. The concert had to be uh, halted, and a lot of uh, disappointed folks there. Well, sorry to hear that. Uh, I know you had to have seen uh, our Calbred of the Week crazy hot for Jeff Bondi before she ran yesterday. I mean, she won off by like a, a really, really nice filly, uh, just under 11 lengths, and that was uh, in race three yesterday. Your thoughts on the way she did it? Well, that was uh, just a scintillating turn of speed on the turn and you know she's got a tremendous hip on her the golden sense progeny look like they're really going to be fast and early and yeah. uh, it wasn't a, a fluke because this horse actually outworked uh, another impressive winner fly fantasy uh who mm-hmm. won a couple of weeks ago in a couple of early works so it was all good all right let's get to it who do you like for radio today toby well uh definitely a game of uh Twist and turns, as our buddy uh, Bob Baffert said yesterday, uh, but uh, that applies to Neil Drysdale, who had to uh, basically take it on the chin uh, through disqualification in the last race. Tough DQ, uh, but tough. Wow. But you know what? He comes right back today in the first race with another live horse named Irish Rose, who I released on the show uh, back to uh, the horse's debut. So. Let's stick with this one and uh, get this horse home today and get uh, Uncle Neil back in a little more one of those charming chipper moves. <laughs> so Irish Rose, race one, 
and I'm looking for the number here on here. She is number two, seven to two with Hector Berrios. For Uncle Neil Drysdale, that's going to be Toby Terrell's best bet, and it's the best $5 you're going to spend coming to the races. If you don't make it on track, uh, you can catch winner's card at casetherace.com. Uh, Toby, thanks. Uh, good luck today, and all the best to you. Okay, Mike. All right, we're going to step aside as advertised. Bob Baffert joins us top of the next hour and uh, really looking forward to getting getting his thoughts on a number of fronts. Stay with us. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles on the home of the Angels, AMA 30. Seating was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels baseball is less than four hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. Hey, everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family-owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater L.A. area for more than three decades. Call now at 626 448 6455 mention thoroughbred la radio and save 10 percent off your total invoice western rooter the best in the west racing fans summer is fast approaching so make plans to be with us here at santa anita over the three-day memorial day weekend next saturday sunday and monday on saturday older horses will compete in the grade three daytona stakes at six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course and in the grade two two hundred thousand dollar triple bend at seven furlongs on the main track next sunday is gold rush day at santa anita and we'll have five stakes for cowbreds highlighted by both the one hundred fifty thousand dollar snow cheese 
Jeep and the $150,000 Malaire for Phillies and Mare. On Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, we'll have three grade one stakes, the half-million-dollar Shoemaker Mile, the $400,000 Hollywood Gold Cup, and the $400,000 Gamely for Phillies and Mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. And fans, join us each Friday with first post time at 1 p.m. We've got free parking and admission, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. in November by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, taken from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menabar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling by the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, 
and players like you nationwide. Buy Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. Buy Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Buy the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. Buy the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. Buy the Lumeridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia. Just a sandwich from the Great Race Place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Lee. Lonnie Mabrian, once again, a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Uh, really, really honored to have you with us the day after the Middle Jewel in Racing's Triple Crown, the Preakness Stakes. I don't want to waste any more time as advertised. Uh, we've got Bob Baffert with us. Uh, he won his record-breaking eighth Preakness Stakes yesterday with National Treasure. And if you haven't seen the race, uh, go ahead and Google it. It was a heck of a stretch battle with a horse by the name of Blazing Sevens. There was contact. And in the end, it was National Treasure prevailing by a head. And uh, if you liked him, you got a $7.80 win mutual. I know one guy who liked him a lot. He joins us. His name is Bob Baffert. Hey, Bob, good morning. Uh, good morning, Mike. Bob, I got to say, yesterday, I've never seen you so emotional. Uh, You you were emptied out. I'm really, really gratified that you're taking time to join us this morning. I mean, early on, you're at the top of the mountain with Arabian Lion. He ran tremendous. Johnny V slowed it down. Uh, Just a a tremendous win. Midway, you hit the bottom of the valley, uh, the bottom of all bottoms, obviously, with the uh, the tragic breakdown of having a meltdown in that grade three chick Lang, and then you got back up on top of Mount Everest, Mount McKinley, whichever one you want to pick, and and getting your record breaking eighth Preakness Stakes, uh, you know, and you're back on the Triple Crown stage in Baltimore with National Treasure. Uh, how you feeling now? Uh, a few hours later. Well, I mean, it, it was it was a bitter, bittersweet win. I mean, everything was going so smoothly, and then losing that horse. I mean, to me, I, it was it's really hard for me. Uh, I mean, to me, I, I, what I take away from this is, I mean, I was happy for Johnny V getting his pregnancy win. The the the, uh, the group, the owner group, uh, winning. There were excitement, but to me, I'll, it'll 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 be the memory of. Having a meltdown, losing him was really yeah. hard to take, you know. And so, it's something in our in our game that we just it, when it happens, it's it's a horrible. It's a my just my just you sinking feeling in your gut, and I was we were just in shock, you know. And it's one of those things that it's it's you know it takes time, you know. You you. People don't realize that you know we we get close to these horses and we grieve you know and uh, and for him you know I don't know what happened I know he didn't break the rider told me he you know he thank goodness he didn't get hurt but uh, he could have gotten seriously hurt but you know uh, they go through you know so many different veterinarian checks and everything was going great no issues with any of the horses and then that happens and it just you scratch your head like what happened right so it's one of those things i don't know when he when he broke he sort of stumbled missed the break got hit right when he was 
uh, stumbling. I don't know, maybe that triggered something. We'll never know, you know, unfortunately. But uh, it was just devastating. And the rest of the day, I, I, I couldn't even... I mean, I was, you know, I saddled a horse. I just could not really get into the Preakness. He won. I was happy for the connection, but it, I was emotional because of of what transpires. It, it's, it's, you know, this business can be the most beautiful sport, and, and and the low moments are so low, and and we and we went through that, and it was, and I'm still feeling it. You know, we should, we should be floating today, and and we're not. You know, and right. So, uh, but it's it's you know, I'm I'm glad the. Um, and the California horses performed so well, you know, and so uh, it just shows the sh- you know shows you how tough California racing is, you know. We're just we had really you know good horses out there, and but it was a beautiful day. The fans they had a lot of fans. They were having a good time, and that's one thing about our sport, you know. The fans show up, they have a great time, and uh, and they feel you know I had a lot of support, a lot of support, you know, and so uh, every know everybody knows how you know it, it's tough on us, you know, but. Um, but Bob, we got through it. You, you use the description bittersweet, and I'm looking at a, at a banner headline in uh, today's LA Daily News Sports: a bittersweet victory, and they've got a great head-on shot of National Treasure and uh, the the horse that ended up second, Blazing Sevens, who was ridden very aggressively by Irad Ortiz. W- were you thinking at all that there might have been a a flag on the play, an inquiry, or maybe a claim of foul? Well, I mean, Iran, he's very aggressive. He brought his horse down there to, to yes. engage. Uh, yes, sir. And when he when he when he did that, uh, my uh, our horse, uh, National Treasure, he just loved it, and he just he he <laughs> he got him going again. It roused him. So, it seemed like you yeah, know, it roused him, and and it did that. And so when he did that, he took off, and then Johnny couldn't pull him up. He had to have <laughs> the outrider pull him up. Right. So uh, it was one of those things where you know they 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 cruised around there. Easily, but I could tell this horse was, you know, he was doing really well, and we knew that he needed the distance. And he's a horse like, uh, you know, short going a mile. I don't think he'd be that effective because he's not as quick as some of those other horses. But I knew the distance was going to help him. And uh, once once he got out there, I mean, he didn't have to run as fast as he needed to, and and he had so much left at the end. I mean, he, he they could have gone around there another time. You know, they weren't going to get by him. And Johnny V, absolutely masterful. I mentioned earlier, he got a half mile, Bob, and, and a couple of ticks under 49 seconds. You had to be loving that. Yeah, I mean, when, when once he made the lead, he was going easy. He was cruising the easy. I was afraid he was going a little bit too slow. I mean, I I I, I was hoping hmm. he'd just kick, around, kick away about the two and a half earlier and really just put it on him, you know. But he, he, uh, he, he, he just rode him. You know, with a lot of confidence, and Johnny was in the zone. He was having a great day, and, and he knew how important this this race was to him. You know, because he's, you know, he's had he's so many tries, and he knew he had a uh, uh, a great chance here, and he got it. And I'm just happy for him, and the connections were just always the top. You know, because that group, you know, we've you know gone two years without a really big horse. We had authentic, and we've come with this horse, so it just makes it all worthwhile. Bob, uh, you know. Everybody knows uh, about all the trouble, the fallout after the 2021 Derby win, uh, you know, with Medina Spirit. And you're back on the Triple Crown stage. Uh, Seeing you interviewed Friday in front of the Black Eyed Susan, it really did seem, you said several times, I love Baltimore, it's great to be here. You seemed 
truly happy to be in the position you were in leading into the weekend? Yeah, I mean, I felt really good about all my horses, and but Baltimore, it's it, it, it's fun. They they it really treat you, the horsemen. It, it's first class treatment, and they make you so welcome there. And there's no pressure, but you know, the, and the Derby winners in the barn. It's all about the Derby winner, and it was good to see them. And it's a great, you know, great bunch of people. The trainer's a great trainer. And tradition. Yeah, tradition, and and it's just it's just fun, you know. It's just everybody's happy. They take care of the grooms. They take care of, I mean, it's yeah. a very welcoming. Uh, and, and I wish all the tracks had that, but it's it's it just it was fun, you know. It's very enjoyable. They make it enjoyable, no stress, you know, and so it was fun. Bob, that's all well and good. The problem on Friday was uh, you had the heavy favorite in the Black Eyed Susan Fiza. Things didn't work out. A- any update on her and what might be next? Yeah, she was, you know, she just, you know, she didn't bring her A game. You know, she came out there and practiced. She just flattened out a little bit in the stretch there. So, uh, you know, first time shipping, I don't know. It's just one of those things where, you know, the, the you know, sometimes, you know, she didn't embarrass us. But I, I could tell she just wasn't, she just was you know, usually she turns and she'll kick. And she didn't have that, that response. So um, it, it's hard to say, you know, but she came out of it well. So she'll just come back to California. Bob, uh, you and Johnny V got together for that big win with Arabian Lion early on the card uh, in a, in the $100,000 Sir Barton. Right after the race, you said, I should have run him in the Preakness. I mean, the way he won, I, I think there's quite a bit to that. Uh, i I got to believe you've been talking with the owners this morning, maybe last night. Any chance you'd consider the Belmont at a mile and one-half with Arabian Lion? You know, we, we, we thought about it, but he's he's a horse that, you know, he's shipped twice. He went to Keeneland, and he shipped here. And, you know, it takes a little bit of the starch out of him. And a mile and a half, uh, it's pretty grueling in three weeks. I don't know if, you know, we're going to see how he is uh, tomorrow. we got till Tuesday to make up our mind. But uh, the other horse, uh, National Treasure, he was like, it, it didn't take anything out of him, you know. So, right. you know, so we're just going to play it by ear. And uh, because I, I really think American, uh, Arabian Lion, he's, he just he's figuring it out, and I just don't. I, I, I want to keep moving forward. We finally, Lexington Stakes. I thought he would win that, and he just looked like he was going to win by four, and he sort of threw the brakes on or whatever, and then he got beat. It was disappointing, so I, that's why I wanted to. I knew he could go that far, and I just I can give him one more try at it. And then yesterday, he just really like came on, and he was just motoring the end. So I think he's a horse. For the summer and with all the, the different races, mm-hmm. you know, and and sometimes when you run a mile and a half, it does get him. So I I, I want to be careful with him because he's a really good horse. And, and National Treasure, uh, I mean, it looks like there's there there is a pretty good chance you'd go ahead and and, and try the Belmont with him. Yeah, today I would say yes. You know, I, I don't yeah. see anything that would, would keep me from it. But I, I need to go here, uh, uh, Michael. Okay, so, real quick, uh, and hoping Tyba makes the Met Mile on Belmont Day, Bob. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Thank Appreciate you. it. Uh, Hall of Fame trainer Bob Baffert taking time uh, from Pimlico this morning, and uh, I'm sure he's got a lot of other engagements uh, to attend to. We're going to be joining uh, the voice of Santa Anita, Frank Miramati, uh, in just a moment or two and, and get his thoughts on what all is in front of us. And by the way, uh, we're heading toward uh, – the latter half of this Hollywood meet 
at Santa Anita. We'll be wrapping things up Sunday, June 18th, and we've got a big, big weekend ahead next weekend with Memorial Day a week from tomorrow. Certainly the highlight with three grade one stakes, the Hollywood Gold Cup, the Shoemaker Mile on turf, and the Gamely at a mile and one-eighth on grass for Phillies and Mares. So a lot to look forward to uh, Memorial Day weekend. And looking forward to chatting with this guy, the voice of Santa Anita and Saratoga Racecourse, Frank Miramati. Hey, Frank, good morning. Good morning, Mike. You're having a great show. I've listened for the last half hour or so. Well, thank you so much. I was really, really glad to get to... to get Bob Baffert, uh, what an what an absolutely incredible day yesterday! I don't know if I've ever seen him that emotional, Frank. Well, it was a devastating situation, and uh, that was very sad. I actually, uh, you know, I have a routine in the morning when I get ready, and I was just going in the shower, and I had to watch that race because I wanted to see what happened. And just, uh, I wish I had taken a shower uh, early as usual because that was just uh, terrifying to watch, and was very sad. Yeah. Uh, you know, what can you say? Uh, it's been covered very extensively on your show, but uh, great battle in the Freakness, great race. Uh, Blazing Seven's a very, very talented horse. I thought he was going to run big, and he did, and it was just, that's what horse racing is all about. We have, you know, those, those are the, the kind of battles that we uh, we all aim to watch in horse racing. There's nothing better than a head-to-head battle through the stretch. Great. Nothing will ever top Sunday Silence and Easy Gore, but that was a heck of a battle yesterday. <laughs> We saw that a couple of times uh, earlier in the week. Uh, that was beyond epic. Uh, Pat Valenzuela, Pat Day, easy goer, Sunday silence, winning him. Trevor Demon's best call of all time. I, I, I give that number well, one. I, and he's had some, some calls for the ages. But that, to me, will always be my favorite Trevor Demon call. I've watched that at least 500 times. And Trevor uh, consistently has listed that as the best race he ever called. Uh, that was pre-Zenyatta Breeders' Cup Classic at Santa Anita. We'll maybe make yep. those two a dead heat. But uh, obviously it's good to see a head-and-head battle. Those two horses, let's face it, Frank, and a lot's being made of this this morning as well, that uh, the, the the competition, let's face it, it it's, it's gotten a little bit, quite a bit thin when you think about horses like Easy Goers, Sunday Silence, both of whom were very well-accomplished horses heading into the Preakness. And then I saw one story by a guy, he harkened back to the late 70s where you had uh, affirmed in 78, spectacular bid in 79, and coming out of the 79 Preakness between those two horses, they had compiled 23 stakes wins, Frank. So, you know, everything's relative. Those were the glory days. We have to deal with the now. But I'll say this. There's been a lot said about the problems we have at Santa Anita, and the number one problem, as you know, Frank, is inventory. But we had four Santa Anita-based horses win at Pimlico yesterday in stakes. National Treasure, Straight No Chaser, uh, Beer Can Man, and, and uh, Arabian Lion. So that underscores the, 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 the competitive nature uh, of the racing here, even with all of our troubles. It's a great race place, and I call it the greatest race place. And uh, its history continues. Look, we uh, we all face struggles at this time. If you if you just could put the blinkers on and, and not worry about all the negativity that is uh, flowing on a hourly basis on Twitter and such, it's really yeah. it's so out of control. But it's a limited number of people that are just absolutely launching grenades at the game, and it's it's unfortunate. I love this game with all my passion. I'm also not ignorant. I realized that in the 80s and 90s, our game was doing better. I, anyone who says otherwise would be in a deep fog. But this is what we have today. This is where we are today. And, uh, I'm, you know, we just do the best we can. And tradition continues. We have great horses here at Santa Anita, and they were uh, 
they, they were able to show off, and they've been showing off in Kentucky as well. So, um, you know, we just uh, keep on rolling. This is a long meet, and, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, today in particular is a little bit on the light side, but we've had some good days. And I'll tell you, the betting yesterday, it was a long day for all of us at, the, at, uh, at work, but the wagering and the pools late in the day were tremendous. And, uh, you know, people were firing with both fists, and, and we love that, and, and we always hope to put on the best possible show for them. And we had some uh, some good racing action at the end of the day yesterday. And, and overall, I think from a business standpoint, it was strong. Frank, uh, addressing the here and now, I, I don't think you've, you've called too many races where you've seen a more impressive California-bred filly, a two-year-old, first-time starter, than what you saw in yesterday's third race with Jeff Bondi's crazy hot winning off by nearly 11 lengths. That was fantastic on, on many levels. To me, you know, as a race caller, I was challenged because you have to go through the field at least once. You're supposed to go through the field twice at, at all times, no matter what. And when they were around the far turn, there was no reason to, you know, from a standpoint of, you know, what's going to happen in the race. There were a couple of horses at the back of the field. And I went through that brief debate. I got to blow these two off. But then you can't do that. Every every owner and every connection deserves a call. But So I, I got to the last two who were, you know, a million miles away and got back to what was happening. But that was a dramatic move that horse made. And uh, she was just simply spectacular because the winner, um, as uh, John Lindo noted, was absolutely cruising early on. I mean, you know, Jeff Bondi, and, and you know, full disclosure here, Jeff is a very good friend of mine, and I believe a, an extremely underrated trainer and uh, a brilliant trainer with young horses. I got to know him when I was the voice of the Alameda County Fair, and we've become very good friends. He's since. dangerous at the and sales, Frank. He, well, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, and believe me. That is the guy. People ask me sometimes, like, hey, do you know? I said, listen, this is the guy for you because he's an honest man and he knows what he's looking at and he doesn't spend a lot of money when he uh, buys horses. He won't spend crazy amounts of money, but if you just look at some of his better horses over the years, he has accomplished quite a bit with horses that are under the radar. And, and he was telling me one night when we were at dinner about how he looks at horses, and it's different than most. And I'll let him tell any prospective uh, people sure. out there. I'm not here to you know, preach and turn this into an infomercial. But I just think he's great. But when that when the gate opened and his horse broke very quickly, I pretty much prematurely stated it was going to the front when it didn't quite go to the front because the, the five horse, uh, Celsius, uh, Conquest Celsius, was it? That was it. Um, went to the what went to, yeah, there's a Conquest Fahrenheit, so now there's Conquest yeah. Celsius. Anyway, Who better to sort um, it out than Frank Miramati, you know? That's it, man. What's the temperature? <laughs> so, bottom line was, that horse got the lead easily. And my, my first thought down the backstretch is that Jeff had absolutely no shot. Because that horse had the lead, had it very easily. And then, suddenly, that move was so dramatic. And, uh, and yeah. the way she won, I was very happy. And, and you know, Rusty Brown, I heard you earlier talking about Jeff. I can, I can tell you right now, I would say the answer would be no, Jeff didn't bet on that horse. But I would tell you that Rusty Brown, the owner, definitely Good for uh, him. contributed to, to the idea. He fires, he's not afraid, and he loves the game, and, and, and he's definitely not shy at the windows. I would I would imagine he was the reason that horse went off as a favor would be my guess. By the way, I but don't want to say these guys stole her at auction, but they got it for 70000 And I guarantee you she's worth a half million today. And that's a beautiful thing for uh, right? for Golden Sense and Mr. Sorgenstein and uh, that whole team. He's, he's a really good stallion. So that was, a, that was a big win for many people. It's very exciting to watch races like that. That was phenomenal. That was really, really good. 
and uh, look forward to seeing her. And I'll tell you that uh, the runner-up ran on well. Um, Fiamina ran well at the end, and you know she was hopelessly beaten. She just wants to go a little bit longer. So, you know, there's some promise in that field. And, and Conquest Fahrenheit just had her heart stolen from her around the far turn. I think she has ability too. So that was a good race, uh, but the winner was uh, in a league of her own comparatively. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so By the way, the final time, conference. final time was quick. Frank, fifty-two uh, and two. By the way, speaking of what the temperature is, you know the deal with Celsius, how to figure that out, right? Double it and add 30. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. I can learn something new. Absolutely. Um, you know, Some more useless information here on I'm AMB. I'm already 30. done at 927 for the day. I don't need to learn another thing. <laughs> hey, Frank, before we, I'm hoping maybe we can get a best bet. Have you had a chance to look at the form? I have, as a matter of fact, and, and normally I, I wouldn't be tuned into the show prior, especially because I don't want to hear other people's picks, but I'm going to avoid the first race. I'm going to let John and Toby fight that thing out, and uh, and I won't tell you which one of them I was on, but I liked one of those two horses. But I do like a horse that, that I was just absolutely mystified by the performance last time out and how bad it was, and I'm just going to think that number four conclude in our desert code today. I don't know what happened. I did see him a little erratic, and it's a new experience going down the hill. He was so good breaking his maiden. His scribe, and, you know, he went a full second, fa- you know, they went a full second faster. He was behind them, so he went about the same time for the opening quarter that he did the time before. But I was stunned that this horse got drilled the way he did last time out, um, and, and I'm just going to believe he's better than that. Um, he's by Collected, who's having a very good weekend, uh, having mm-hmm. sired touched as well, the winner of the Black Eyed Susan, Little Red Feather Racing, and Madison Stables obviously having wonderful weekends themselves, um, and collected a horse that really put the biggest scare of all time into me on a wagering platform in the Breeders' Cup Classic, because I had four horses there, and I threw out collected, and uh, he was looking gun runner right in the eye around the far turn, and uh, he uh, thankfully stayed at the eighth bowl. But he's turning into a good sire and uh, had a lot of talent, and, some, and he was a good-looking horse, too, collected. I'm sure you remember him well. Um, I'm going to go with conclude. I know he's nine to five, but uh, I, I think if he if he runs the way he did in his maiden win, uh, he will gallop today. Six race number four conclude. Last thing, Frank. I, I kind of teased the fact we've got a huge weekend coming up. It was always huge uh, at Hollywood Park Memorial Day weekend. Hoping a lot of people will come out, families and everything. We're going to have an infield carnival and then a lot of uh, uh, dining and seating options, buffets and so on. But the racing is the buffet guys like you and me uh, look forward to. We've got Gold Rush Day for the Cowbreds on uh, Saturday, a week from today. And, you know, we've got the three grade one uh, stakes on Monday. I mean, these are the days that make the game a whole lot of fun, Frank. It's going to be awesome. And there's a, there's a nice charity poker tournament on the Memorial Day Monday, right after the races, for the Folds of Honor Foundation. Now, I won't go mm-hmm. into it in detail, but go to foldsofhonor.org. It's a lot of fun, a lot of jockeys and connections and uh, various on-air personalities will be participating in, a, in what's a tremendous cause. And, uh, you know, Memorial Day, a good time to be a proud American. And if you uh, cough up 300 and, and participate with all the money going to Folds of Honor, read about them and you will be happy to peel off three Benjamins for that cost. Frank, I, I don't think I've ever asked you this before. We talked about the kind of the heyday of racing, certainly in our lifetimes, the 70s into the 80s and so on. Who's the best horse you think you ever saw? It, it's, it has to be spectacular, Dick. I agree. Um, I, I saw him several times, and, you know, the, the issue is sometimes when you get a favorite horse like that, it's going to be hard to talk him. And we've, we've seen some amazing athletes since then, 
We've seen performances like that of Landa Lucy. I had the privilege of calling American Pharaoh three times. I called Piz now winning the Super Derby. Um, I, I've seen so many great, great horses over my uh, lifetime. But the, the bid was something else. And that race, and I know relaunch certainly helped him because he was flying early on. But that world record performance of a mile and a quarter was just something amazing. And the fact he could go seven eights and one twenty one, and he could do everything he did. And carry weight, one hundred and thirty pounds. I, I, you know. Yeah. I can't believe he didn't win the Triple Crown. That's just unbelievable. Yeah. I was just reading an updated story on that again with that whole safety pin and whatever was going on. But yeah. that's just so sad that he didn't win the Triple Crown. But he was, uh, he is and always uh, will be the best horse I've ever seen. I, I can't imagine any horse surpassing him. And, and, you know, Frank, he had a great rivalry with uh, Flying Paster, uh, B.J. Ritter's, uh, you know, homebred yep. and trained by Gordon Campbell out here at Santa Anita and, and then, uh, you know, he went over to Hollywood Park, and I had Buddy Delp on this show about 27 years ago, and I had Harry Hansen's call of that Californian in 1979, and, and he choked up. He goes, I'm sorry, it's been a long time ago, but I hadn't heard that in so long. But uh, th- that was greatness, that horse. And, of course, once Shoemaker took over, uh, turn out the lights, uh, the, the, bid, the bid was in charge, you know. Bob Marino, one of the well, most well-respected racing officials, uh, and I've worked with him for uh, quite a long time now, would be smiling east to west hearing Harry Henson's name coming up. Because Harry, I got goosebumps just, just hearing the name Harry Henson and those calls and Hollywood Park, and, and yeah. there's just nothing quite like it. So uh, uh, I know he did uh, he did him proud in that race call. I don't remember it, but I remember hundreds, if not thousands, of Harry's calls. And uh uh, big fan here. Head and head, nose and nose, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> nothing quite like it. Frank Miramati, like day in, day out, uh, doing an absolutely tremendous job, and uh, uh, can't wait to get to work today. First post time, 1 o'clock. We'll see you at the races. If I'm not on time, I'll be early, Mike. <laughs> right. <laughs> I believe that. Folks, uh, stay tuned. We're coming back strong. Bruce Finkelstein going to be weighing in on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. He's going to take a good in-depth look at Golden Gate Fields. We'll get his preakness thoughts and then bring him down south here to Santa Anita. And, of course, uh, Toby Calla from South Florida, Jonathan Hardoon looming on the horizon. Stay with us. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. 
Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Racing fans, summer is fast approaching, so make plans to be with us here at Santa Anita over the three-day Memorial Day weekend next Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. On Saturday, older horses will compete in the Grade 3 Daytona Stakes at 6.5 furlongs down the Hillside Turf Course and in the Grade 2 $200,000 Triple Bend at 7 furlongs on the main track. Next Sunday is Gold Rush Day at Santa Anita, and we'll have five stakes for cowbreds, highlighted by both the $150,000 Snow Chief and the $150,000 Malaire for fillies and mares. On Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, we'll have three grade one stakes, the half-million-dollar Shoemaker Mile, the $400,000 Hollywood Gold Cup, and the $400,000 Gamely for fillies and mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. And fans, join us each Friday with first post time at 1 p.m. We've got free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Receive a guaranteed $5,000 bonus for the first start at the Great Race Place. Plus, earn purse money on your horse's first start, and you'll receive an additional 35% purse increase bonus. New this season, if your horse was eligible for Del Mar's Ship and Win program, you can earn the guaranteed $5,000 bonus and the purse bonus again at Santa Anita. Visit SantaAnita.com slash ship or call the racing office at 626-574-6352. The best of racing is always at Los Alamitos, and we're looking ahead to one of our biggest nights of the year on Sunday, May 28th. It's the trials to the Ed Burke Million Futurity, featuring the top juveniles in quarter horse racing. And what a great lineup of impressive young runners led by recent winners. Favorite City, Boardwalk, Expensive, Next Level Up, and so many more. And remember to play our early and late pick fours always with strong pools and thrilling racing action. Our early pick fours are always outstanding. Our recent pools have consistently been over $200,000. Plus, play our $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Sunday's pick six pools average over $70,000. And remember, we have a traditional pick six with no jackpot provisions. The Edbert Million Trials, Sunday, May 28th. The best of racing is always at Los Alamitos. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's 
Primo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. My thanks to Jake Rich uh, making things happen inside here. Fresh off a double shift at Disneyland, he wheels in here on Sunday morning. Thank you so much, Rich. Folks, hope you're enjoying the show. Before I get to Bruce Finkelstein, listen, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, and I really mean it from personal, extensive personal experience, Give my friends at Western Rooter and Arcadia a call at 626-448-6455. I'm looking at three of their five-star Yelp reviews. I really mean it. Whatever your needs may be, 24-7, commercial, residential, uh, they'll come in under budget and on time. That's Western Rooter. The best in the West. Let's get up to Las Vegas. Say hello to Bruce, Fink- Bruce Finkelstein on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. Hey, Bruce, good morning. Hope all is well. All is good. Very well, Mike. How are you? Good. Are you getting involved with the NBA playoffs at all? Well, watching a little bit. Obviously, I think uh, it's Denver's chance finally. It's kind of yeah. nice to see a team. You know, I'm a Laker. I'm, I'm a career Laker fan. But it's nice to see a Denver Nugget team. Is that unbelievable, Mike? To get to possibly get to the finals for the first time in their existence. It is, and and they've been good all year. I mean, and you can see the depth uh, to that that team. I mean. Yeah. Uh, they got it going on. This series is over. Let's face it. Yeah, it is. And uh, the the guard play by Jamal Murray is off the bit. I mean, that guy's on fire. He's, <laughs> he's been amazing. Coming off an ACL, and yeah. I mean, when it counts, he's been there and and uh, just top to bottom. Hey, anyway, uh, people are listening to us to hear about horse racing. Before we go to Golden Gate and talk about what you got on BetOnBruce.com today, your thoughts uh, on the Preakness yesterday, Bruce? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great feel. You know, after the, it was disappointing. We had the scratch of uh, first mission. That's all we've seen lately is late scratches. I call it, what is it, the, 
instead of the year of the cat, it's the year of the scratch, I think, uh, in, in big races. Um, that kind of took a little luster away. I was a little bit wondering, and I, I know John's brought this up, and it was a great point. You know, maybe they just, with Mage, it was just asking too much. And it was amazing that he won the Derby, actually, with uh, as little seasoning. He had a maiden win, and that was it. At seven for Beyond a amazing. You know, right? and I lack of seasoning, the trip, it was amazing. Yeah. And I think it caught up with them a little bit coming back in two weeks. Uh, they did the, you know, obviously wanted a chance to win the triple crown. But yeah, he was lackluster yesterday. Let's face it, pace makes the race. And is there a more intelligent rider no. on the planet than John Velasquez? No, he's he's uh, he's unbelievable. And um, you know, they got away with. Uh, look, I think Arabian Lion may have won the Preakness if they would have had her well, in, I, in the race. I think Mr. Baffert would agree with you. You know, right? Yeah. Right? So. You know, pace makes a race, not a star-studded field. I think we're going to see maybe a little better race. Maybe some of the derby horses will come back and run in the Belmont, like Angel of Empire and some others. But uh, it was pace makes a race, good race, uh, but not really, uh, you know, not really that oomph, that star quality uh, kind of race that you like, you're looking for. Bruce, uh, let's get to it. Nine of them at Golden Gate. They get started at 1245 today. What are we doing for radio? Well, let's go to, I know every, there's a lot, lots of uh, people like to play the golden hour races, and uh, it's a great bet. How about let's go to one of them. Let's go to the eighth race, Mike. These are $20,000 non-winners 2X. This is not a particularly good group for this level. I think, um, I think a horse here that merits attention at a big price is the four Blaze of Dreams. Um, he's in good form right now. He won for 12000 two races ago. With a nice off the pace score, he ran third, beating a couple lengths last time out. But it was a strong race for the level. The winner, Starship Chewbacca, ran out of his mind that day. I, I thought he lost nothing defeat. He was only beating a neck for second. I think if he just shows up with either one of his last two efforts, he's got a great chance to win here. I think the speed is questionable. They, they'll cut out a, a legitimate pace, which should set up nicely for the closer. So in race eight, how about the four Blaze of Dreams? And the one on the morning line. And he's trained by a guy named Monty Meyer. Do you remember his brother? He was one of the – he's got to be top ten all time, I think, in Chicago. He rode so long. Oh, Randall – was it Randall Meyer? Ra Randy Meyer. Randall Meyer, yeah. yeah. There and uh, used to ride at Fairmont Park, you know, when he was younger, East St. Louis. But uh, that's a racing family, believe me. Um, okay, let's come south to Santa Anita. Eight of them we get underway at 1 o'clock. Okay, so let's go to the same race at Santa Anita, the finale, the eighth race at Santa Anita. We're going six furlongs on the turf. Let's lay out the pace. It could be very hot up front. You have need the lead horses, front runners like Stressed, Power Surge, Doris May. This could set up nicely for a closer. I like the Euro import for, uh, for Phil D'Amato, and that's the one with love. Now, with love kind of barely gets into this race. As a two-year-old, she won an auction race, not a maiden race, for 31000 purse. So she earned more in that race. But here's the thing. She broke her maiden in a winner's race. She's got one win lifetime. So she fits under the category of non-winners, two lifetime wins. Um, she, that day, she showed a good off-the-pace score on a firm-looking turf course in, in Ireland. I don't think she's run as well. On the softer turf, she's been given some time off. D'Amato does incredible work with these Euro imports. He had a horse come in yesterday back east, uh, Honey Pants, right? Ran a good second yesterday. He's great with these first 
um, for some acquisitions. And I think this race sets up nicely for this Euro. So race eight. Oh, and one other thing, Mike, on, on her. She's trained with the likes of Rhea Moon, Hong Kong Harry, Cash mm-hmm. Equity. If you go back and look at her on the XBTV, and she's held her own in these workouts against accomplished graded good top graded stakes horses so she's looked good in the mornings also so uh, again in the eighth race the one with love four to one on the morning line yeah and and by the way you mentioned the feature yesterday that was also won by phil d'amato elm drive yeah sat close to the pace looking at with love and english bread she's obviously been been running on a just it, it's night and day turf over there it's a deep yeah. softer turf they usually have a lot of moisture these are the kind of horses Phil D'Amato has filled up banks with. They look for horses that they believe will do better on firmer ground. And, and you know what? They come I'm over like here it. and the results, he puts them on the training track in the morning. Do the results not speak for themselves, Bruce? For sure. And the other thing is these Euro closers, they don't get an American-style pace a lot of times in, in Europe. Exactly. Uh, if you're a little pace dependent in Europe, you're in trouble because they go slow up front in, as opposed to in North America. In the sprint races, we get a legitimate tempo up front. So that also, not only the firm surface, Mike, but I think the way the race will be run will be favorable. And you're right. They pick out the right horses. They don't look that obvious on paper. And as, as far as the race that it just came out of, you were talking about the turf. You know when you know it's bad, a soft turf, is when you see the, the – the, the, the turf, like flying, the, the turf clods mm-hmm. are flying everywhere. Then you know it's bad turf, and that's what I saw last time with with, with love. So uh, I, I agree. I think these are going to be more favorable conditions for this Euro. Okay, uh, post time for race eight at 447, and uh, you get a tough, hard luck uh, Antonio Frasu aboard. Very talented rider, born in yep. Italy, and he's won a lot of races in the Middle East. He caught Doug O'Neill's eye and his primary assistant, Leandro Amora. He's got Tom Canoost working for him here at Santa Anita. That was a really tough DQ yesterday. The stewards, to me, uh, my heart kind of went out to him because that was, that was a really tough one. They ended up making a double DQ. We don't have time to get into all of it. But it came at the at Neil Drysdale's expense, along with this Jock Fresu. But he'll try and get it done in today's eighth. Uh, we begin anew with number one with love. Tell us what's at betonbruce.com. So we have a full card analysis at Santa Anita today with late races today from Churchill. Also some uh, four best plays at Golden Gate with audio also along with it. So check us out at betonbruce.com. Always enjoy the time. Have a great day, Bruce. Take care, Mike. Stepping aside one final time here this morning. Stay with us. We're coming back strong. Heading to South Florida. Going to be visiting with Toby Callett. Then take two with the one and only Jonathan Hardoon on behalf of the Raggers and Sheets. Stay with us. Angels Radio. AM 830. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. 
for just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Racing fans, summer is fast approaching, so make plans to be with us here at Santa Anita over the three-day Memorial Day weekend next Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. On Saturday, older horses will compete in the Grade 3 Daytona Stakes at 6.5 furlongs down the hillside turf course and in the Grade 2 $200,000 Triple Bend at 7 furlongs on the main track. Next Sunday is Gold Rush Day at Santa Anita, and we'll have five stakes for cowbreds, highlighted by both the $150,000 Snow Chief and the $150,000 Malaire for fillies and mares. On Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, we'll have three grade one stakes, the half-million-dollar Shoemaker Mile, the $400,000 Hollywood Gold Cup, and the $400,000 Gamely for fillies and mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. And fans, join us each Friday with first post time at 1 p.m. We've got free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. 
This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Folks, hope you've enjoyed the show. And uh, if you can, join us today for an eight-race card at Santa Anita. We get underway at 1 o'clock. Admission gates open at 11. Let's get down to South Florida and say hello to Toby Callum. Hi, Toby. How are you? Days now. I'll, uh, I'll be joining you live uh, and in living color. Uh, joining us on Friday afternoon, right? Indeed, I will. Yes, okay, but I understand uh, you're going to ter- Toronto today, eh? Is that right? Hey. Hey. Today? today? Yeah, well, you you texted over Woodbine. That's oh, why no, I'm... Oh, that was when you were talking about the race when, when Kennedy rode. Oh, well, you got to you gotta explain that. Yeah. I... I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, that was when I remember going okay. to Toronto for Secretariat's finale. Yeah. And they were talking about he's never faced the likes of Kennedy Road and... They disappeared into the far turn like a Bella Lugosi movie, and Secretariat emerged from the <laughs> from the from the battle, and Kennedy yeah. Road was left in the dust. Uh, it was it was electrifying. But uh, uh, done with that. I know we have business at hand, and uh, yeah, we, we do. You, you threw me off there, but anyway, yeah, let's let's stay in South Florida. Okay, eighth race today is the radio play, and in today's eighth, I like the seven, and uh, her name is Believe in Match. I believe in magic. Second start off the layoff should be ready to rumble today. Behind her, we're using the five, Ziva La Red, the one, Miss Ukrainia, and the four, great, ana- uh, great analogy. Seven, five, one, four to slam the door in today's eighth at Gulfstream Park. Before I forget, Frank Miramonti made mention about the Folds of Honor poker tournament uh, on Memorial Day. My good friend Ken Duke, who now plays on the Champions Tour, the PGA Champions Tour, he's hosted an event at the Floridian Club for 12 years. Mm-hmm for the Folds of Honor, and I have a couple of towels that he's given me. Uh, it's Colonel Dan and, and what he does with the Folds of Honor. Amazing, amazing work. And, uh, again, uh, uh, very nice to know that there's that poker game that's going on, and there's so many people that are involved in helping out uh, that cause. Yeah, we've had him out before. It's a terrific charity, first-class people. Uh, let's make some money. Gulfstream Park, 8th race, 425 Eastern. Toby Callett said the numbers, 7, 5, 1, and 4. Let's get some more, Toby. Sounds good. Look at you. Huh? You're like John White Jr. I well, it. some, sometimes uh, you know, a blind squirrel comes up with an acorn every now and again, just through osmosis. Toby, thanks so much. Looking forward to seeing you on Friday at Santa Anita. Me too. Very excited. Thank you, Mike. You bet. Toby Calla with us. And uh, I know where John Hardoon's going. He's going to Arcadia, Santa Anita Park, in fact. John, take two. How are you? Good, Mike. A terrific show like usual. Enjoyed the interviews with uh, Baffert and Frank. Uh, very good stuff. Thank you, sir. Where are we yeah. going here? Eight race card. We're going to go to the opener today, Mike. Six furlongs on the turf. I guess it's the popular race on the show today. It's a full field of nine. And I like the number six horse in here, Spicy Bug. Uh, this is a three-year-old filly from the Mike McCarthy bar. Kent the Stormall board tonight. She's listening at 7 and 2 on the morning line. Second start back off of a layoff. Second time on Lasix. Second start on the grass. She ran well first time out. She's listed at 7 and 2 on the morning line. I like number six, Spicy Bug, uh, to win today's opener out of San Anita. Michael McCarthy, the trainer, the owner, a guy by the name of Michael Rutherford. I'm pretty sure he's the guy that had Lakeway with Gary Jones. I'm not sure. 
I think you're right. I know those colors. They're familiar. That's for yeah. Sure. That that, and, uh, that was him, and, and but that was a nice Philly, you know. It really was, and he's been in the game a long time, and uh, probably very good for the game. I think she ran against Sardula, who uh, actually won the Kentucky Oaks. Jerry and Ann Moss and uh, Eddie D. Uh, Road Sardula. Uh, anyway, uh, John Hardoon says, race one today at Santa Anita, first post, 1 o'clock. It's number six, Spicy Bug, 7 to 2, on John White's morning line. And, uh, John, tell us what's up at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Today we have Belmont Churchill and Santa Anita Selections, best place, $10, full car, $25 at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. And uh, I, I neglected to point out till this late juncture, According to John White, uh, National Treasure, yesterday's Preakness Stakes winner, got a 98 buyer. And, John, I'm sure you'll have a sheet number on uh, National Treasure, maybe a couple of others, uh, when, you're, when you join, uh, uh, J, uh, not Jay Pridman, but John Lindo and Bob Ike uh, next Saturday here on AMA 30. Yes, we will, and uh, we certainly like the winner, and, uh, you know, the horse ran well. By the way, congratulations to Johnny V. One thing that eluded him last two weeks ago was Javier Castellano finally winning the Derby, yeah. getting that monkey off his back. Yesterday, Johnny V got it done with uh, National Treasure and the Preakness. It eluded him for a long yeah. time, and he's a Hall of Famer. And uh, why not complete the resume? One of the all-time greats, without equivocation. John Hardoon, so are you. Thank you so much. Uh, let's see if we can get lucky today. Race one, number six, Spicy Bug. 7-2 to two on the morning line at Santa Anita. Thanks so much, John. Have a great day. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. Right, And again, uh, folks, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you have a great day. And it'll be the Angels and the Twins today here at the Big A at 105. So stay tuned. Again, my thanks to Jake Rich, everybody involved. I'm Mike Willman. So long. Have a great afternoon. You have been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Brought to you by the all-new Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. And by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. You can taste the aloha. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Angels baseball is less than three hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Angel fans, join us at the Big A this Monday through Wednesday as the Angels take on the Boston Red Sox. Visit angels.com slash tickets to secure your seats today. Hi, it's Jan from Toyota. Summer's here, and with a new Toyota, you can go out and make all sorts of unforgettable memories that make summer, summer. Like catching a road game in a RAV4. 